Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. $600 million. That's the amount of revenue that one new report claims the state of Missouri is missing out on. Its source would be sales taxes on online purchases. Historically, states could only enforce a tax collection obligation on businesses that had a physical presence in their state, like a brick-and-mortar location or remote employees. That allowed major retailers like Walmart to get around sales taxes. For example, if you ordered a package of socks at walmart.com, even if there's a Walmart right down the block, another company facilitated the purchase and shipped the socks. That loophole let places like Walmart get away with not charging you sales tax on walmart.com purchases. And all those socks do add up. In 2018, the U.S. Supreme Court took on this issue. It came in a case called South Dakota versus Wayfair, Inc. The court ruled in favor of South Dakota, and its ruling now allows states to charge sales tax on purchases from out-of-state businesses, even if the business has no physical presence in the state. So what is Missouri waiting for? Joining me in studio to talk about this issue is State Senator Carla May. She's a Democrat representing St. Louis City. Uh, Senator May, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're also joined by phone by State Representative Justin Hill. He's a Republican representing Lake St. Louis. Representative Hill, thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. For those of you listening, uh, do you think Missouri should close this online sales tax loophole? If so, what should we do with the revenue? Give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Now, Senator May, this ruling came down in 2018 from the U.S. Supreme Court. A lot of states scrambled to plug this loophole. What happened in Missouri? Well, I mean, we tried to plug this loophole before that decision was made. Uh, early on, I think it was like 2014, 13, uh, we had a, a representative on the floor who used to always talk about the Internet sales tax and used to file legislation to do the Internet sales tax. At that time, the majority party wasn't interested in the taxes. It's, you know, they had a problem with the tax itself. This was Republicans. Yes, the okay. Republicans, yes. They weren't interested in the tax. So, you know, the, it was always the argument about, you know, the party line argument that Democrats like taxes and Republicans don't like taxes. But over time, you know, we have been consistent with trying to do the Internet sales tax. So, you know, over time, we've proven that small businesses want this you know, want the tax because it puts them at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we see it right now in the stores and our malls, you know. Customers leaving. there have to pay the full tax. That's right. Online exactly. customers don't. Exactly. And, but people are stopped shopping. Most of the uh, brick and mortar stores during the holiday seasons are losing money because people are just, you know, when I go into some of the buildings right now, the packages are up the wall because people are just ordering all the stuff for the holidays online because mm-hmm. they don't have to pay the tax. So mm-hmm. but, so you're saying Democrats did try to deal with this. We did. Was there sort of an added urgency last year after this Wayfair ruling? Well, you know, last year I left the House, so I'm not sure. I don't remember it being in the Senate uh, last year, anybody filing the bill. But, you know, when I was in the House, I know the bill got filed regularly. And I think, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, it might have been either Representative Margot McNeil or Mary Nichols. Some, one of them used to file that Internet sales tax bill. I have to go back and check it out. But, you know, okay. that used to be a regular thing. So they were regular attempts. Um, Representative Hill, um, how, how did this issue pan out from your point of view? Is this something that you were interested in seeing uh, the House take on to close this loophole? Well, I mean, I was not excited about, you know, collecting more taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, my colleague, uh, 
Senator May uh, alluded to, typically, you know, we we don't want to ne- necessarily burden taxpayers more than we need to. Um, mm-hmm. I I think I don't know how serious those attempts in the past were because Missouri's unique in that it has so many taxing districts. We have more than than probably a majority of the states. I think it's upwards of twenty three hundred. Um, twenty three hundred. Wow. Yeah, and 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 the Supreme Court ruling. Um, after it was handed down, you know, I was a I was an opponent of it before they ruled because mm-hmm. it was going to create a hodgepodge of of different collections and different tax rates and who's going to collect which which taxes for which districts. Um, rather than I would have rather seen the you know the resolution come out of D.C. where mm-hmm. honestly it should have because they have the purview of interstate commerce. They essentially the Supreme Court plus the authority of the U.S. Congress in regulating interstate commerce. So that's why we're handed this kind of mess. I, I, um, I get so. your point there, Representative Hill, but it is kind of interesting to hear a Republican say you want the federal government to take this on as opposed to having the local control to do what we want to do here in Missouri. Is, is that kind you know, of an unusual I mean, I argument? <laughs> I don't think it's unusual to follow the Constitution. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it, it specifically states in the Constitution that it is their authority to regulate interstate commerce because then mm-hmm. you states fighting each other, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, from day one, that's how it's supposed to be. And now here they give us this authority, and now that's why we're having discussions like this. Well, paying taxes on the Internet purchase is not a new tax. We're supposed to actually already be paying them. Uh, There's a line on our Missouri tax form where we're supposed to voluntarily pay taxes on our Internet purchases. And then, Senator May, how many consumers do you think are are voluntarily paying that tax? (laughs) They're not. But, you know, at the same time, when we when we were having this discussion about Internet tax purchases, it was at a time when, you know, revenue wasn't, you know, doing what it was supposed to do. And we were having local businesses complain about the disadvantage. You get me? So so it was hurting small businesses. Yeah. I mean, so brick and mortar retailers, they say this is just not fair. Uh, Chris Kleindienst, who's the co-owner of Left Bank's Left Bank Books, she has said, we're the ones collecting all of the taxes, creating jobs, buying goods and services locally, paying property taxes and investing in school systems. But we're almost penalized by being the only ones who have to collect this sales tax. You're saying, Senator May, this is a parody issue. This, exactly. That's exactly what it is. We need to, you know, level the playing field. This is considered a disadvantage for people who, you know, who are not brick and mortar, who yeah. are invested in the community. You know, it's like getting around. It's a loophole. Mm-hmm. So taxes are supposed to be paid on merchandise, goods and services. We should collect them on the Internet, whether they're on the Internet or locally. Yeah. You know, and not, you know, I understand people are tired of taxes. Don't get me wrong. I am probably the only Democrat that argues with my own party about taxes. I don't like them either. You know, I would eliminate all of them, income, personal property, you know, just to, you know, just to get it out there. But, you know, at the same time, I don't like creating a disadvantage. So, Representative Hill, you you had had these concerns and you were hoping the federal government would deal with all of this. But now that we have this Wayfair ruling from the U.S. Supreme Court, um, what's your take on this issue now? Well, now we, yeah, it's it's uh, front and center. Um, we're going to continue to see um, sales tax collections probably decline um, as long as uh, there's not some reciprocity, reciprocity installed, right? Because other mm-hmm. states are going to do it. Right. And and we're they are doing it. it now as as far as, um, you know, shops, uh, brick and mortar shops, you know, complaining. Um, this is a transfer. Right. So right now you've got consumers in Missouri that are not paying online sales tax. 
and you got shops losing the losing the business. Well, when we do do this, yeah, it might level that out a bit. Some of that money that you know consumers are saving will go back into the system via tax collection. Mm-hmm. But but we anything we can do in the future moving forward to to get away from um, taxing income and taxing personal property um, with taxing or by taxing consumption mm-hmm. um, is is just better policy. Okay, so, so you, we, you would like to yeah. see this this being taken care of for that reason? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because if we, I mean, if we can reduce income tax, if we can, you know, let's say start with eliminating personal property tax for seniors. Mm-hmm. We're on a fixed income. Let's do it. Yeah. And, you know, let's follow that bill here. I'll, you have put the bill in the Senate. I'll put the companion. I mean, you put the bill in the House. I'll do the companion <laughs> bill in the Senate, you know, because I'm I mean, I'm <laughs> that's we, we you know, that's a good bipartisan bill. It you sounds know? like we've got a consensus here. <laughs> we're we're making right. policy. I'm saying right. this on um, the air. That's right. Because all of the states around us are doing it, I think, except Kansas. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, every other state around Missouri is doing it except Kansas. So, you know, but the challenge that I fear that Missouri has that no other state has is we don't ha- we don't meet the requirement of the Supreme Court ruling. How the so? Says to, that to to collect online sales tax, it has to be simple, right? And 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 so we're probably going to have to do something with the amount of taxing districts. We really need to stop creating or stop allowing the creation of uh, CIDs and TIDs because these little overlying districts. It's just going to be very cost prohibitive to collect mm. for for these small businesses in you know California or or Florida to collect for these for whomever lives in a special district here. So these tiny little taxing districts that we've carved out for developers all over town, you're saying those could be a big problem if we try those to. Those are problematic, and what? that is why Missouri hasn't been quick to do this because mm. we have a, a lot of attorneys that are kind of studying the issue. How are we going to make this simple to qualify? under the Supreme Court ruling. But I think that we can figure that out because at the same time, these little small taxing districts, you know, that communities are creating in order to get them, get, get them development. What Missouri needs to do is figure out how to economically, you know, create economic development across the entire state and not just in pockets of the state. That's the problem that we have. That's why you have all these little taxing districts coming up because people see their communities deteriorating and they're trying to figure out how to get investment and development in those areas. So when you, you know, favor one part of the state over another part of the state, that's when you have that issue. So I think we can figure it out with a balance and economic development across the state. Yeah, but the only way to do that is by getting rid of the Uh, 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 State Representative Hill, we're having a little problem with your phone line there, if you can maybe move to a a better corner of your house. Uh, For those of you listening, we're talking to State Representative Justin Hill, a Republican representing Lake St. Louis. We're also talking to State Senator Carla May, a Democrat of St. Louis City. Um, Let's go to the phone lines. Oh, and a little bit of the county. Tiny little part. Yeah. Um, Let's go to the phone lines. We've got Christy calling from St. Louis. Christy, hi, you're on St. Louis on the air. Hi, I just want to say that I am. I hope that these two senators can do a bipartisan um, program that does start taxing the internet sales. I think it's crazy if we don't level the playing field. For one, if the state and the cities could certainly use the millions of dollars to prevent crime and to go back to school, you know, we have issues with both. And also to level the playing field for the small businesses. I own a a small business in the city, and I have people that come into my store and they shop and I sell equipment that's 
can sell for thousands of dollars. And when they realize that they can save lots of money by buying the same thing on the Internet, it just makes it makes the shopping difficult. And so I would be all for leveling the playing field, you know, supporting the Missouri businesses and for supporting our schools and preventing crime. Christy, thank you for that call. Um, as a small business owner, it's, it's great to hear your perspective. Um, Billy, uh, calling from St. Louis. Hi, you're on St. Louis on the Air. Hey, how are you? Uh, thank you for joining us. What are your thoughts on the online sales tax loophole? Yeah, I think it's a wonderful conversation. I'm really glad to hear it being had. I think if the uh, two legislators are going to be successful with this, I imagine they're also going to need uh, the assistance of some of our uh, businesses out there who've actually made a lot of money um, off of this process that we're trying to close the loophole off of. Walmart, for instance, I mean, part of what I've always thought about with this is uh, Walmart probably uh, underpays about $54 million and uh, a year just in Missouri by mm-hmm. taking advantage of this loophole that's not closed. And that's not right. Uh, Americans have made Walmart the uh, biggest retailer in America, and they get tax breaks on property tax when they come in the neighborhoods. While residential property taxes are rising, uh, they get property, ta- uh, property tax when they build big box stores, and then they get the benefit from this loophole. Um, and I think if they would come out and support these two wonderful legislators who are trying to find an answer to this um, as a way of paying back the people of America. That would be a wonderful thing. That's my comment. Billy, uh, thank you for that. I appreciate that. So both of our callers are in favor of this. However, um, from Twitter, we did hear from AJ in North County who tweets, people in St. Louis City and County pay proportionately more in state income and sales taxes than we get back in state spending. So I am fine avoiding state sales tax. Uh, Carla May, that sounds like an argument for not closing the loophole. Are you hearing that from constituents who are like, just keep my taxes low? Well, basically, I mean, everybody wants their taxes low. That's just, to me, that's not a dividing line between Republicans or Democrats. People, you know, don't like taxes in general. So Mm -hmm. uh, what we're trying to, you know, at the same time, even though we don't like taxes in general, you can't create a disadvantage for, you know, small business owners versus, you know, versus Amazon. Yeah, versus Amazon and all these other companies that you're empowering. So I think that, you know, we still need to level the playing field. And we also need to figure out, you know, um, how do we lower taxes for consumers? You know, how can we keep more of our income? Because even though we keep more of our income, we'll still be investing it in the community and spending it at the same time. So, you know, like I said, that's, you know, to me, you know, taxes, we got to figure out how do you pay for things. And so this will replace some income that you'll probably lose from other income. Okay. Um, Let's go back to the phone lines. We've got Cindy calling from St. Louis. Cindy, hi, you're on St. Louis on the air. Hi, how are you doing? Uh, Thank you for joining us. What are your thoughts on this issue? Hi, you're on St. Louis on the air. Um, We're we're hearing sort of an echo. Are, Are you still there, Cindy? Um, okay, I think we lost our caller, um, which is unfortunate. Maybe she'll call back. Um, but we, we have had a good discussion here today. Um, Senator Carla May, I know that many mun- municipalities are hurting because they want to see this revenue in their coffers. If there's a brick-and-mortar store, some of the sales tax they're paying is going to that municipality. Now they're missing out on it, and they still have to cover police and fire service. Has there been talk in Jefferson City about doing something to help our cities and towns? Well, um, I like I said, the conversation for Internet sales tax has been ongoing for years, uh, you know, in the legislature. We've we've had this conversation and 
I don't think, I think that our small businesses, you know, deserve a break. And I think that they are investing in, you know, the taxes that they're paying are going to our school district, are going to the communities. So at the same time, we need to do the same thing with the internet sales tax, Mm -hmm. you know, and find out how we distribute that into communities uh, across the state. So. Uh, State Representative Hill, what would you like to see um, revenue that comes out of if we do close this loophole? Um, would you want to focus at all on cutting other taxes or are there things you'd like to see the state do with this money? Yes. Can you hear me okay? Now I can. Thank you. Okay, great. Um, yes, if we if we are able to use the revenue to cut taxes statewide, then that is the only fair way to do it. Um, I mean, there's 6.6 million Missourians across the state. If we can get all of this revenue from online sales tax and, like I said, reduce personal property or get rid of it um, or cut the uh, personal income tax in half, hopefully. I mean, I don't know what the numbers are. It probably won't be in half, but any move towards zero is going to be fair and equal among all Missourians. Okay. Well, that that is the point of view there from State Representative Justin Hill of Lake St. Louis. Uh, Representative Hill, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. And State Senator Carla May, thank you very much for being here. No problem. Thank you as well. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU.